It's going to start yelling at you instead of talking to you. It's going to start giving you a good shoulder nudge or elbow nudge. Hey, hey, dummy, pay attention. What's going on here? Episode 541 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, learn to speak your body's language. Hey guys, uh, real quick before we dive into today's quick tip, just want to take a quick second and give a shout out to uh, the folks over at the Pocatello Marathon in uh, Pocatello, Idaho. Uh, that's southeastern area of, of Idaho. For those that are interested, if you're looking for a, a race to run um, on, on Labor Day weekend, uh, every year, Pocatello Marathon is, is t- taking place uh, in uh, over the over the Labor Day holiday, the, the, the Saturday of, uh, of Labor Day. That, that means this year, 2018, it will be September the 1st. Um, and, and, you know, from, from everything that uh, I've heard about everybody I've talked to uh, associated with the race, um, it's, it's a really great race. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe, uh, one of these years I can get out there and check it out, but, uh, you know, just, just a, a great weekend, uh, full of fun. You know, they got, they got the, the, the dinner thing the night before, uh, after the race is a big party. There's free showers for runners right there. So you can get cleaned up and hang out and kind of enjoy, you know, some, some, you know, kind of a, a little party atmosphere, get a massage, all those types of things. Um, and, and if you're interested and if you're looking for, for maybe a race to run in, in Idaho or you're kind of that that area of the country you know salt lake northern utah um like i said southeastern idaho although if you're if you're in that area you're probably familiar with the race already but anyway um head over to pocatellomarathon.com for all the information that's p-o-c-a-t-e-l-l-o marathon.com and and uh like i said uh looking forward to, to maybe getting out there one of these years if not if not this year then then hopefully uh soon and and experiencing it firsthand and and uh, if i do y'all will be among the first to know. So uh, today, talking a little bit about something that uh, I, I feel like I've probably, I, I've mentioned the idea of it many times, and that's listening to your body. I, I've, I've talked in, in quick tip episodes, I've talked in Q&A episodes, I've talked on, on the blog and the, on the Facebook group, uh, in my emails, I've talked everywhere about the importance of listening to your body, how important it is to, you know, when your body's telling you not to do something, don't just be hard-headed and do it because your schedule says so, or because your coach says that this is what the workout is that you need to do today. Like, you know, and this is coming from a coach. I, I try to encourage all of my clients to, you know, respect their bodies and listen to their bodies more so than they're listening to me. And so just because, you know, we have on the schedule today that you need to run X number of miles or that you're doing, you know, pick your, you know, insert workout here. Um, you know, if you're feeling good, you're feeling okay, then, then, then do that. You know, there, there is a method to the madness and there is a reason that those certain workouts and those certain distances are on your plan when they are. But if your body's telling you easy, big fella, like we're not feeling it today. There's, there's more harm than good potentially and in some cases, probably from forcing yourself, from from ignoring what your body is telling you, and forcing yourself through it. And and there is a fine line, you know, between you know looking for an excuse and just saying, oh, you know, my I, I wasn't, uh, you know, my, my my body was telling me I had this little niggle, I needed to stop, whatever, and using that as an excuse to just take the day off or or cut cut yourself some slack. And and we need to make sure we know the difference in that. But when I was talking with Jen Kirkpatrick, um, which the episode was was the most recent one, episode five forty. Um, you know, if you listen to that already, you, you heard, we talked about this idea of, of actually being able to learn to understand what your body's saying. And, and it was a real big light bulb moment for me in that I've talked so much about why it's important to listen to your body. And, and, and again, and respecting that and, and acknowledging that just because something's on the schedule doesn't mean it's written in stone. And especially if, if your body's telling you otherwise, but we've never talked about, or at least I've never talked about 
what some of those signals might be. So if you're if you're new to the sport, if you haven't been running for that long, or even if you have, there's a very good chance that you may not recognize some of the the signs and symptoms and some of the quote unquote words, you know, some of the things that your body is telling you because you haven't learned to speak the language. You know, it's 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 akin to learning to speak, you know, Spanish or French or Italian or any any other language. You know, it, it it's it's all well and good. You know, we we, we sound like all right. You know, uh, we'll figure it out. But then, when you're actually in another country, when you're around speakers who speak that language natively and naturally, they're talking a mile a minute, and all of a sudden you go, whoa, whoa, what? And you have no idea what's going on. I know this because I've been been working on my Spanish for a couple of years now, and I'm actually starting to get pretty decent at being able to read it, being able to to convey fairly simple com- conversations. But you know, I can I can I can carry on a, a little bit of a conversation in Spanish. I can read. I've, I've read Spanish magazines before and done a pretty good job of knowing what the heck was going on. But as soon as I hear people start to talk, it it just poof, I got I've got nothing anymore. It's it's too fast. I can't. My, my brain isn't to the point of comprehending it yet. And I think that that can happen with our bodies. It's it's easy to think we know and we're in tune, but if you're not learning the, the, the intricacies of your, lang- of, of your body's natural language, what it's trying to tell you, what it's trying to communicate to you, you can miss some of those things that I've been harping on for years that you need to, to pay attention to, how your body's feeling, what your body's telling you to avoid injuries, to avoid burnout, to, to make sure you're getting the most out of your training. So, um, Today, I want to give you a, a couple of, of things to, to kind of be looking for, a couple of maybe key words, if you will, that you can pay attention to, listen for, and, and, and in theory, and hopefully with a little bit of practice and, and kind of trying to focus in on paying attention to these, to these words that your body is trying to tell you, you'll get better at listening to your body. Because like I talked about with Jen in, in episode 540, Sometimes you don't figure it out until after the fact, till after the injury. Then you start to look back and go, oh, maybe I missed this thing. Maybe maybe my body was trying to tell me that I needed to take a day off, but I didn't realize that that was what was going on, and, and you have to learn that thing the hard way. So hopefully we can get a little bit of, of knowledge now, or I can, I can maybe share a little bit of, of kind of the, the cheat sheet, kind of some, some definitions, some, some words to look out for. Like I said, when, when your body's trying to talk to you, what are the things you should be listening for? Um, so the first thing, is, is kind of generic, but we're going to try to kind of narrow it down a little bit and make it a little bit more clear to you as we go. But when, when your body, your body will tell you when something's not right. Um, it could be, you know, your, your feet feeling a little bit tight, kind of a little bit of pain in the plantar fascia area, which is just there for, for a minute. It's just there for the first few steps of the morning or the first few steps of, of your, your warmup, uh, run your, your, your first warmup mile. And, and, you know, by the time you get a quarter mile in, it's completely gone. And, and so you just brush it off. No big deal. Well, that's, that's your body telling you that something's not right. We're, we're a little bit tight here. You might want to address this. Um, you know, you may, you may feel just a little bit tight in other areas of your body. You may, you may notice that maybe your heart rate, if, if you're tracking your heart rate, you may notice that your heart rate is a bit more elevated than it usually is at the same level of intensity. Or maybe if you monitor your, your, your resting heart rate or your, your, you know, your heart rate every morning or your heart rate variability, which is something I haven't talked about much yet, something I'm still kind of learning more about um, as, I, as I dive into my heart rate training stuff. But maybe you're monitoring those things and those numbers aren't where you would expect them to be. You don't feel any different necessarily. You don't you don't feel like you're waking up and your heart is racing, but maybe your normal resting heart rate in the morning is is usually, you know, between 50 and, and 56 beats per minute. And for the last week it's been it's been 66, 67, 68 pretty much every morning. That's that's our body telling us that something's not right. 
It could be a variety of things. It could be a precursor to injury. It could be telling you that you're fatigued. It could be telling you that you're dehydrated, that you're not getting enough enough sleep, which I guess is kind of the same thing as being fatigued. But our bodies are telling us that something's not right. But what happens is, is a lot of times we don't recognize that. We don't recognize that that little niggle or that little feeling of tightness or that little that little something that's there for just a second and then it disappears. And we're like, oh, all right, well, you know, it must it must not be anything. Sometimes it isn't anything. But a lot of times, those little things they start to, to start to creep up, and that that little pain in in the bottom of your foot that usually is just there, you know, by the time you step out of bed, and by the time you get to the bathroom, it's gone. Well, now it starts to linger for half an hour, forty five minutes. It doesn't it doesn't quite disappear as quickly, you know. Instead of it being gone in the first quarter mile of your warm up, it's it's there until you get into the first the first half mile of the actual you know the 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 workout, the meat of your workout, as opposed to just that that ten minute easy warm up period. It's it's there the whole time. It's starting to ease up, but it's 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 there the whole time. So so when you're getting those those signals that just something is is abnormal, something's not right. Your heart rate's elevated. You got a pain that doesn't go away as quickly. Things like that. That's our body telling us that that hey, we need to address it. Something's not right. Um, and and if you if you continue to either not hear it, not understand it, or you know who you are, some of you listening to this, ignoring it, which is the worst thing you can do. Uh, but if if you if you do that, your body's just gonna start making even more of a stink. It's gonna start yelling at you instead of talking to you. It's gonna start giving you a good shoulder nudge or an elbow nudge. Hey. Hey, dummy, pay attention. What's going on here? You know, it's, it's going to get your attention um, if, if you keep ignoring it, that, that it's telling you something's not right. And if you don't catch on, it's going to be, now it's going to be a, a, a real pain, something that, that really legitimately hurts, quite possibly devolving into an injury. So pay attention to those little signals, those little, those little nudges that something's not right. Take inventory of your body. You know, if, if you're like me and you, and you usually run with, with the headphones, you're listening to a podcast, listen to music, audiobook, whatever it might be, or you're usually running with, with friends, so you're chatting the whole time, that's great. But at some point, probably early in your run, and maybe again towards the end of the run, just look inward for a second. Give yourself two minutes, three minutes to just kind of check in. How are my feet feeling? How are my calves feeling? How are my knees feeling? How are my hips? How are my glutes? Are my glutes engaged? Are we fired up? Um, how, how, just how is the body feeling? How does the effort feel? Check your heart rate monitor if you've got that on. How, what's, what's the heart rate at? You know, Check into all these little things that, that maybe there's a little something there that your body's trying to tell you, but you're not. You're, if you don't proactively check in, you might miss it until the body has to start getting a little more forceful with what it's telling you which uh, is, is not a good place to be. So, so check in and make sure you're paying attention to anything that might be just a little bit off uh, and try to nip those, nip those problems in the bud. Uh, another thing that your body may be trying to tell you, another, another word to look out for or, or a sign and symptom that you can look out for that, that's your body's way of communicating with you that something isn't quite right yet is lingering soreness after a, after a workout or a race. Now, you know, if, if you, especially for a race, you know, especially if you're really hammering it, um, you know, after, after a marathon, a half marathon, shoot, even after a 5k or a one mile or, or whatever it might be, if you really go balls to the wall and just hammer your race, pretty good chance you're going to be sore for a few days. All right. That's why, that's why I'm a big fan of, of my pain-free plus three philosophy. I've talked about that before. It's, it's mentioned in the book. It, we've, we've talked about it here and there and other where, where, you know, you wait till you're pain-free, wait till all that lingering soreness is gone and then give yourself a few more days to recover after a good, hard, hard race. But what about after a workout? You know, if you do, if you do a quarter mile repeat session or if you do a good, hard tempo run, 
pretty good chance you're probably going to be a little bit sore. But but are we going to take pain three plus three in that situation? Uh, probably not. I mean, it's, it's going to depend. It's a case by case basis. And you know, if you're working with a coach, that's a good a good question to ask. Um, but but in in those cases, you're probably not. But we don't just want to ignore the soreness and keep plowing forward. You know, that what that soreness is telling you, the reason you're sore after a race, the reason you're sore after a workout is, is that you, you damaged the tissue. You damaged your muscles, you damaged your bones, potentially your ligaments, your, your uh, tendons. There's, there's structural damage to your body. And that, and that soreness is, is really inflammation, which is a good thing. You know, we, we, we are so opposed to inflammation so often, but that's, that, that's a part of the repair process, part of the process of your body making itself stronger. So that inflammation is a good thing, but, but that's what that soreness is. That's why, oh man, it, it hurts to go down the stairs. You know, we've, we've all been there. At least I think probably most of us have been where, where you think you're feeling pretty good after a few days, you know, you start to feel good. And then until you, you go down a, a couple steps until you go down a flight of steps. And if you're not, uh, if there's not a, 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 a a handrail there nearby that you can grab real quick. You might be, uh, going, going ass over elbows down the steps because, oh man, there's just something about going down the steps. That's always, always lingering after, after a good hard race. But, um, that, that soreness is telling you that the healing process is still happening. So especially after a good hard workout, after a quarter mile repeat session, your legs might be sore the next day, might be sore for a couple of days. And that doesn't mean we're not going to do anything, but that's a pretty good sign, pretty good symptom that your body's telling you, Hey, Take it easy these next couple days. If you're going to run, run short, run easy. D- don't back up a, a quarter mile repeat with another track session or another tempo run or a long run because we're still healing. We, we've still got this trauma that we're trying to take care of from when you beat us up on the track yesterday. Um, and and if, if you go out and hit it hard again the next day, you're only making it worse. You're only making the healing process going to take longer. You're only increasing the risk of some type of injury. And you're probably not getting as much out of the workout because your body is still sore and still recovering from the day before. So that lingering soreness is, is, is your body communicating that there's some, there's some healing going on at the cellular level in the, in the muscles and the bones and the ligaments and the tendons. So take it easy. Maybe skip your run and, and do some, some time in the pool or some time on the bike. Do some cross training instead. Hit your body a little bit different way at a, at a moderate intensity, very easy intensity, so that you know you're not undoing the healing process. But what, you, what you're actually doing is maybe helping the healing process by increasing the blood flow, making the body move a little bit, bringing fresh oxygen and nutrients to to that area of the body via the blood um, to help with the healing process. So lingering soreness is a sign; it's a symptom. It's your body telling you, "Easy, big fella. We, we we got some work to do still here before we can we can hit it hard again." All right. So, so learn to listen to that. Don't just, don't just force through and do the next workout scheduled because you know, it's scheduled. So who cares that my quads are still just freaking screaming at me. I've got to do hill repeats today. No, you don't. No, you don't. Your body's telling you not to. And, and you'd be wise to listen in that situation. Um, another thing, we've got two more things here. We're, we're as per usual, going to, going to stretch into the, uh, the moderately long quick tip instead of the, uh, the short and sweet quick tip, but, uh, it is what it is. And hopefully this is helpful today. Um, the, the next thing that I want to talk about is just kind of feeling randomly tight. You know, maybe, maybe it's, it's after a hard workout, maybe there's no soreness, but you just feel, you feel tight. Those, those muscles feel a little bit tight. You, you, you know, you stretch coming out of bed and it's like, Whoa, like that, that felt a little bit uh, different than usual. Maybe, maybe you, you go to yoga, your, your, your regular yoga practice. And all of a sudden you can't quite get into downward dog. Like you usually can, or you can't do forward fold. Like you usually can, um, you know, instead of, instead of having, you know, nice, you know, 
palms almost all the way on the floor in your forward fold, you're barely getting your fingertips there. Or maybe you're, instead of touching your, your, the tops of your feet, you're at, you're at mid shin when you do forward fold or whatever the case might be. You just notice that you're tighter than usual. That's, that's again, part could, could be from, from a hard workout. There, there could be some relation there, but a lot of times what, what happens with, with random tightness is that it's, it's again, it's something that kind of builds up over time. So the more stretching you're doing, the more likely you're to notice it early. And also you, the more likely you are to prevent it, but that's, that's a conversation for another day. But what happens when, when our bodies do that repair process at the, in the muscles, um, sometimes in, in that cellular repair process that it goes through that, that I, I don't feel like I need to fully explain to you, but if you're real curious on, on the, uh, the physiology of that, let me know. We can, we can have that conversation via email or on the phone or something like that. But what, what happens, your muscles are, are made to expand and contract, to slide next to each other, basically. Um, you know, think of it as, as almost like a, a sliding glass door on a track. You know, the, 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 uh, the fibers should, should open and close or slide past each other. That's what contraction and relaxation, contraction and relaxation is happening in your muscles. So that's, that's all normal. That's all natural. But sometimes in the process of being athletic and in running and in the repair process of after a hard workout, after a race, after longer miles, when you're sore, those, those muscle fibers stop sliding back and forth past each other quite as smoothly. It can be from scar tissue. There can be just kind of the, the repair process, the adhesions build up, which is kind of the fancy technical term for it, where it's just almost like uh, you know, almost like Velcro kind of gets, gets put in place there. Or some, something gets on the track of your sliding glass door. And all of a sudden it's not sliding as smoothly as it used to. It's natural. It's normal. It's not a big deal, but what we tend to do as runners who are already tend to be pretty inflexible anyway, is we kind of just ignore it. Ah, you know, yeah, I know I need to stretch. How many of you have said that before? I'm guilty. <laughs> I am certainly guilty of saying, yeah, I need to stretch more, but I just don't make it a priority. I don't make it time. Uh, and also foam rolling. Oh, who said that before? Hands up. I'm, I'm, I need to foam roll more guilty, guilty. I'm certainly guilty of that. Okay. We ignore it. We ignore the random tightness. We ignore that, that gradual loss of flexibility. And all of a sudden what tends to prop up, what tends to, to crop up easy for me to say after, after ignoring the, the loss of, of range of motion is it starts, you start to get a little itis flaring up a little tendonitis, a little bursitis, a little fasciitis, you know, all of those, those overused type of, of inflammation injuries, not 100% related to, to being tight, to having a, a, a decreased amount of flexibility, but boy, it's it sure, it's sure there's, there's a relationship there. You know, I'm not going to say that it's, it's a, a straight causal relationship, but there's definitely a tie in between a, a lack of flexibility, tightness in your muscles, and then more stress and strain put on the tendons, put on the bursas, put on other, other body structures, which, which can lead to that, that inflammation, that itis, that, that, that not good inflammation, the healing inflammation. That's all right. A, t- a tendonitis, a bursitis, something like that. Not so good. So you know, if you start to notice a little bit feeling kind of tight, feeling a little, you know, like you haven't stretched in a while, get on it, get on it. Your body's trying to tell you. And, and, and you're, if you're like me, if you're like most runners, you're kind of ignoring that one. Yeah, I know I need to stretch. Stop saying, you know, it start doing it because if you don't, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to end up with, uh, with a bigger problem down the road because you ignored the signs, you ignored what your body was telling you. So that's, that's another thing. Last thing that I'm going to talk about tonight and, and, and today or whatever, whatever time you're listening to this, uh, and there's, there's a whole host of, of other options, but kind of the, some of the big four, uh, that, that I think we really struggle with when it comes to listening to our body is being excessively tired. You know, if, if you're feeling worn down, if you're feeling fatigued, if you're feeling like no matter how much you're sleeping, 
you can't sleep enough. Even if you got eight hours last night, you're still dragging. You know, if you don't, if you don't hop out of bed, pretty much ready to go, your body's kind of telling you it needs more sleep. And I know we're all, we're all busy. It's a fast paced world. We got lots of things going on. We got lots of demands. We got work demands. We got family demands. We've got social demands and, and somewhere in there we want to run too. And, and it, you know, a, a lot of us have to do that in the morning. You know, it's, it's, it's what fits the schedule best. It's when life is less, is most likely to not least likely, I guess, whatever I'm trying to say, life's not going to get in your way as much when you're running at four o'clock in the morning as if you're going to run at six o'clock at night. So we get up early and, and go, we put in our workouts, we log our miles, but if we're not going to bed early enough, if you're not going to bed at nine o'clock, eight thirty, nine thirty, something like that. And then trying to get up at four, four thirty, five o'clock to get your runs in. There's a pretty good chance you're kind of burning the candle on both ends and, and you start to you start to feel like you're dragging. You start to feel like you're fatigued. Your recovery starts to slow. You know, instead of a, a run that you've done, a, a normal, a normal decent workout that normally wouldn't leave you feeling sore, all of a sudden you've got that soreness going on. So now you got your body's telling you two things. Hey, we're tired and we got this extra soreness. We're not recovering as quickly. If you're feeling tired, your body's telling you it's time for a break. That can come in the form of sleeping more. That can come in the form of taking a day off. They can come in the form of taking a couple days off. It can t- come in the form of, of subtracting or, or switching uh, a speed workout for just an easy run. Maybe do a yoga session. Maybe turn your phone off an hour before you go to bed at night so that you can give your eyes a little bit of a break. You stop the, the, the lights flashing in your eyes and you actually fall asleep quicker and get better sleep. Maybe invest in a pair of blue blockers like I've got <laughs> so I can play on my phone before going to bed and not have it bother me quite as much. And for, in, in all seriousness, this, in all seriousness though, that really has made a difference. I've, I've noticed that I fall asleep quicker and I get better rest and you know, I have same amount of time of sleep, but I'm, I'm feeling more refreshed in the morning since I bought my blue blockers, which were whatever, $12 on Amazon or something like that. Um, and if you haven't seen those photos yet, I'll make sure they're in the, in the show notes is something that you can, you can use to help with, with avoiding being excessively tired. But if you're, if you're tired all the time, and I know a lot of runners that are, you, you rely on your coffee. That's your body telling you that it's too tired. And, and when that, when that is the case, it may or may not lead to an injury, but what's likely to happen is that your, your form's going to be not as good, which is more likely to lead to an injury. You're also not going to get as much out of your workout. So, you know, we, we're going to sacrifice our sleep. I'll sleep when I'm dead. So I can get my, my miles in today. So I can get my tempo run in. Well, guess what? If you're doing that, that tempo run with, with half a half a tank, because you're so tired, how much benefit do you think you're going to get from it? You might get some, but are you going to get maximal benefit? Then if you go, you know what? I'm really exhausted today. Let me sleep in today. Let me not run today. And maybe I'll do my tempo run tomorrow. I'll be coming with a full tank and I can really push it hard. And now maybe you can get more benefit out of it. So something to think about, but if you're, if you're tired all the time, that's not a good place to be in for productivity as a runner, productivity at work, productivity as, as a mom or a dad or a spouse or partner. Being tired is our body's telling us, Hey, Hey, numb nuts, get some extra sleep. And if we don't listen to it, eventually, maybe you get sick. Eventually, maybe you develop some injury. You just get burned out and you just say, you know what the hell with it? I'm done running for a few months because I'm just too worn out and something's got to give. Instead, listen to your body when it's telling you, when you're yawning at, when you're yawning for the first four hours after you're awake and the, and the four hours before you go to bed, that's your body saying, Hey, let's, let's shut it down here. Let's get rested and refreshed so we can get after it tomorrow with our run. Okay. So, um, you know, how many times have I said you need to learn to, you need to listen to your body a bunch. 
and and just so we're all clear here, I'm 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 guilty as well. I need to do a better job at listening to my body. I need to to take those steps. But if you've been if you've been you know kicking your your phone or whatever, kicking yourself, going I don't I don't even know what what my body's trying to tell me. Hopefully today's episode will help you kind of get on track a little bit, help you learn. You know, when your body's telling you something's not right, something's not right. Don't just ignore it and hope it's going to go away. It's not going to. It's going to probably get worse. So listen, if you got lingering soreness or random tightness, you know, take it easy. Do some extra stretching, some foam rolling, some cross training, things like that to help give your body a little break in the recovery process. And if you're always tired, that's another, that's another sign that maybe you need to get a little extra rest, which is going to help with recovery, but it's also just going to help you improve more as well. Um, and last but not least, just something to, to, to think about. Like I talked about with Jen in episode uh, 540, which is, again, it was the one right before this one in your feed. If you've missed it, we, we, we touched on it briefly, but that was what inspired this episode. Sometimes you got to learn, learn the hard way. Sometimes you don't know, and I can't tell you every possible way that your body is going to try to talk to you and communicate to you. Everybody's different. Every runner's different. Every person is different. The way your body communicates is different. Think of it as like, you know, people speak in the same language. People all speak in English at, at various parts, the UK, Canada, the US, Australia, um, and anywhere else around the world where, where English is a common language. But some of the, the idioms are different. Some of the slang is different. Some of the vernacular, the, the, the way we, you know, the, the, the things that we call, you know, a beanie versus a took versus a, a, a winter hat, which is what I've always called just a winter hat, but whatever, you know, those, those, some of that terminology is different. Your body may, may have its own little, little vernacular that it speaks to you with. So you may miss something. It's okay. It happens to all of us. It's happened to me. It's probably going to happen to you. It probably has happened to you. It probably will happen to you as well in the future. When that happens, when you, when you recognize that, you know, man, I got, I got injured or I got burned out or I'm really just fatigued and I'm sick or something, you know, something that, that crops up that, that kind of derails your training for a little bit, learn from it. That's where keeping a journal helps, but also just, just thinking back into your mind, what signs did I maybe miss that could have, could have helped me to prevent this? Maybe there was, there was a couple of, of days where, you know, like I said, you, you weren't getting enough sleep or there was a little, a little niggle that you just kind of ignored because it went away and it, it gradually got worse. So when, when something happens and, and you don't understand instead of just, you know, Oh, well, whatever, hopefully I'll figure it out next time. Look back, reflect, learn from what, what went wrong. So that hopefully next time, if that same little conversation starts to happen, your body tries to tell you that same little thing down the road, you'll learn from it and you won't get, get tripped up by the same conversation, the same verbiage again you know, learn, learn from it. When I'm, when I'm learning my Spanish, you know, it's one thing to make a mistake the first, the first time, you know, to, to, to sit, to use the wrong word or the wrong sentence structure or the wrong, whatever. But hopefully I don't make those same mistakes too many times. And it's the same thing, learning to listen to your body. Um, you know, although in Spanish is just a simple misunderstanding and we get, we get things figured out with your body. It could be the difference between a PR and not a PR. Could be the difference between an injury that puts you on the shelf for you know six weeks and just taking a couple days off to address it right now and, and you're back on track next week. You know, so so learn to listen to your body. It's it's an important thing to do, it's an important skill to develop. And like any skill, you won't develop it, you won't get better at it, you won't understand your body better without practicing it, without working at it. Um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Intentionally, without intentionally working on it. So so do that. It's important and it's gonna make you a better runner, whatever whatever your running goals might be. So at this point we are rapidly approaching a 30 minute quick tip, which is, which is even for me, 
a bit ridiculous. So we're going to go ahead and, and put a bow on this thing now. Um, if, you, if you have further questions, though, on, on things that your body may be telling you, some signs, some symptoms, some some things that it's telling you that maybe you're missing, let me know. I'm, I'm happy to try to help and, and give you some insight. But like I said, every person is going to be a little bit different. So you've got to kind of use the, the, the foundational principles of, of you know learning to listen for things not being right, for, for soreness, for tightness, for being tired, um, and kind of you know spin those in, into your own life in your own training situation and, and, and go from there. But if there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. I'm, I'm Diz Runs on the Twitter. Diz Runs pretty much on all social media. Um, DizRuns at gmail.com if you want to shoot me an email. And as always, you can head to the show notes and, and leave a leave a comment on, on the show notes. Um, and like I said, there's there's links and things like that in this episode as well. Um, and some memes and some gifs because that's how we roll for the quick tips. Uh, DizRuns.com slash 541 if you want to check out the show notes for this episode. Um, and like I said, any questions, concerns, whatever you might have, please let me know. But before we get to 30 minutes, I'm going to wrap this thing up. So uh, once again, Pocatello Marathon, if you want to check it out, P-O-C-A-T-E-L-L-O marathon.com. Labor Day weekend. Check it out in uh, southeastern Idaho. Beautiful time of the year, beautiful part of the country. Um, And uh, with a little bit of luck, maybe we'll see you there either this year, next year, somewhere along the line. So uh, anyway, um, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I know this is a longer, longer quick tip than usual, but hopefully it was, it was as helpful or even maybe a little bit more helpful than usual. We'll we'll see, but uh, let me know. Always love your feedback. Always love your thoughts. Um, But until next time, please be well, take good care. And uh, thanks for listening. See you.